A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hello, hello, and welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley. Doing our bejeweled hands, our bejeweled yeah. fingers. <laughs> and I know we had said we weren't going to record this week because of my schedule, but yeah. we made time. We made it. We figured it out because tour is happening and you had the grand idea to try and do um, – kind of predict the set list, which is impossible, but we're going to use our best, you know, educated guesses to try and frame what could happen. (laughs) Yes. And between the both of us, I feel like we have a fighting chance. Yeah. 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 And we're not trying to do like, oh, first song, second song, third song, all that. Like it's more general big picture elements to this set list and kind of what we'll hear and what we might not. Um, I'm wearing my I Heart TS shirt to uh, present. Surprisingly, I'm not wearing any Taylor Swift merch at all. You're still waiting on the Eras Tour merch to get better? Or Ugh, Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm in my pajamas, you guys. Cute little comfy little pajamas. I mean, it's tie dye though, so it does look like a lot of Eras Tour merch. Oh, there you go. I honestly thought it was for a minute. Okay, well, so it is. So do you know that? Ashley's, Ashley's prepped so, in many ways. Before we get on to the set list, we do have two things that are Taylor's, maybe three things. I don't know that are oh. like the error eras um, news, I guess. Oh, okay. okay. Um, the first one is Hulu. You've heard about the Hulu? Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain it, please. Yeah. So last week, someone had, like was searching on Hulu and they saw the airs toward Taylor Swift and everyone was kind of freaking out being like, oh my gosh, she's going to live stream every single tour so that, ep- so that everybody who like can't make it to any of the the shows, she's going to live stream them. Um, mm-hmm. And then the next day, I think it kind of got updated. Now they're like, I think it's getting people hyped up for tour because there are like five different air dates before tour happens. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's promotional. I'm assuming it is promotional. Yeah. It seems like it's reminding me of that, like, what was it? The Capital One, like Formula One or something, or the Super Bowl weekend where it's like, Join us for a surprise. And then it was just like a floral wall or something. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I was actually there. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you were present for that historic moment. But I feel like Hulu does these sort of un, unofficial, un, what's the term? Like kind of they just go rogue and do their own things sometimes. Like they do it a lot with like true crime, but they've also done it where they do like random like Britney Spears documentaries. Like it's mm-hmm. not official or tied to the artists or people they're talking about, but they just like whip together this weird stuff. I feel like, so she's partnered with Netflix. She's partnered yeah. with Disney. I feel like she might be partnering with Hulu for promotional stuff, especially since it's, I think it's Taylor Swift, the Eras tour. And I think the Eras tour, era Eras, not Eras, the Eras tour, tour is probably tied to Taylor and so maybe they're working together because she's partnered with so many other different platforms Amazon Prime but not Hulu yet I think right no she hasn't done Hulu but I also feel like she's so tightly controlled that it surprised me if this came out without any sort of announcement from her 
Yeah. So it does feel like it's more going to be like, aren't you excited for Taylor yeah. Swift? And I don't think so. Someone was like, oh, I'm going to subscribe to Hulu Live. I don't yeah. know. Don't I don't think you need to subscribe to Hulu Live. I think it might be showing and airing live, whatever they're doing. And then it's going to be available. So don't waste your, mo- your money. Don't go buy those Capital One cards like everyone <laughs> did in the past. But speaking of Capital One, today is yeah. March 6th. And they tweeted on Friday, meet us at March 6th. And in the video, there was like Taylor oh, Swift yeah. tickets. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we didn't revisit the 3-3 yet. Oh, I was like waiting to text you. I'm like, oh, nothing. I'm excited. I'm nothing happened. <laughs> well, no, you want to know what happened Where at 3-3? Where three albums? I was promised. What happened at 3-3 is Capital One tweeted, meet us at 3-6. Oh. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You know, three, there was three. this interesting Reddit thread that was like, what's the most annoying thing about Swifties? Like it was on the Swifty board. And so it was mostly like tongue in cheek, like playful, like, well, I hate this sort of thing. And I think it is for me this like, I think Taylor made a mistake when she said, I plan things years in advance because it's mm-hmm. just it become exhausting yes. <laughs> to sort through like the most obvious Taylor Swift Easter eggs versus what we assume would be planned out three years in advance, which is her holding up three, three, knowing that. Capital One would promote this thing about this ticket on this day. It's just I mean, I just pulled that together out of my head. I don't think I've seen anyone say that, but Oh no, I did see that. I saw a bunch of people tweet that that they're like, see, three three No, (laughs) I was was just a prelude to three six. No, I was joking. I didn't I like was making fun of that. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. But what did happen last week was a ton of yes. leaks of her oh. unreleased tracks, which I adore and love. And I mm-hmm. and I welcome a good leak because it's different. Like, I think some Swifties are split on it where they're like, how is this any different than listening to a leaked album the day before it comes out? And Mm-mm. I think it's very different. One, because that is Taylor promoting something happening. Like, it's something she's plan to release she's giving it to us in the way she wants to and it's been promoted and the numbers matter and all of this sort of like details not only around like her fan experience but also just like rollout and numbers and streaming and all of that matters Mm -hmm. whereas an unreleased track it's just floating there she she abandoned it right Mm -hmm. she kicked that puppy to the side of the road and now we happen (laughs) To find and adopt it as our own. Mm -hmm. So I feel like no guilt about it. Plus, if we bully Taylor enough about it, she will want to reclaim it because she recognizes the um, opportunity for success. And and I think that happened with Sparks Fly, where it was one of her early tracks that was like, you know, she would like perform it here and there. It was one of those ones that went viral on, not viral, but at the time was relevant among hardcore fans like on MySpace and stuff. And so there was so much pressure when she didn't include it on debut that she ended up putting it on um, Fearless. Mm-hmm. Speak now. Fearless. Fearless, yeah. Fearless. So yeah. all that to say, I love a good I love a good abandoned track leak. And mm-hmm. these ones were really good. <laughs> yeah. So these are the ones that we assume were gonna be on Lover, right? Yeah, so there was – well, one, the first leak was Forever Winter OG demo. That's one of the vault tracks, the mm-hmm. demo that she recorded when she was doing Fearless or Red. Fearless. No, Red. 
Taylor's was version. leaked. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you get to hear her like younger voice and there's like one, but, but all the lyrics are the same. So you like know that it's actually a vault track. It's not like mm-hmm. she rewrote these. Um, and then we got Need and All of the Girls, which are confirmed lover scraps because they yeah. were done with Joel Little, I think. And then I heard All of the Girls like two or three weeks ago. Like I yeah. feel like that was one that was released a few weeks ago, but then brought back up when your favorite one was leaked. Yeah, I love Need. I downloaded mm-hmm. it. I listened to it like all the time. I'm obsessed with it. I Rob even was listening to it and he's like, what is this? I'm like, it's Taylor Swift. He's like, but what's it from? And I'm like, she gave it up and gave us me Mm -hmm. instead. I don't know. (laughs) Well, maybe she'll put it on reputation because she wrote it during the reputation like era. Yeah, I don't, I feel like it's just one that she scrapped and that's her prerogative. And I think Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases you can see why. Yeah. Like there's, you know, it's a, she was experimenting with different sounds on Lover, and it was much more in the vein of kind of that don't blame me reputation mm. and deep cut vibes. And so I can see why she cut him. I'm not like mad at her per se. I would have done things differently if I had been involved in that table reading. Um, yes. But it was fun to hear that. And then I think there was one other one. But it, oh, yeah, it was um, Drama Queen, which is from yes. Speak Now. Yes. So we which- might still get that. We might, which when you say drama queen and you're like, guess what album that's going to be on? I'm like, "Mm, speak now. Like like that has to be. It's very much like it's the sister track to Better Than Revenge. Um, She probably should have traded those out, Mm. but Better Than Revenge is such a bop that at the time you understand why she chose that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We all learn and grow and uh, feminism is a journey. (laughs) But drama queen is more pointed at kind of the ex and how it, it gives off like Olivia Rodrigo's um, album vibes where it's like mm-hmm. angsty and salty about who your ex ended up with and like, oh, well, I hope you're happy with your drama queen, which is hysterically um, <laughs> which <laughs> lacking is, in which, self-awareness. Yeah, but it's also funny because like she was an actress. So it's like that play yeah. on word and then like she probably should have released it yeah. instead of <laughs> Better than revenge. Yeah. But those <laughs> are the wise. things that happen. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, we're like 13 days, 12 days from tour now. And Taylor Swift herself has been very, very quiet. Yeah. During Reputation, she gave us the 13 days before Reputation. So she was like, okay, you guys, 13 days. This is We're getting 10 songs. I'm going to sing 10 songs that aren't on Reputation. We are giving like those little Easter eggs, those little information of what's going to happen. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. She gave Except us, for like, Mike, she showed the the um confetti. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she showed us her secret understage. Yeah. That was <laughs> really like, cool. it's behind the scenes. No. Um yeah, I know. I I I don't know. It's kind of weird because I think like we've talked about a lot, Taylor's mm-hmm. just in a different place, like mentally and emotionally, that she doesn't feel the need to engage with us in the same level or promote the tour in the same way because hello, it's like the fastest selling one. And um, she's really just in her own – she has no competition. I mean, obviously, there's other people at the same level, but it's not like um, there's this fight between fandoms. And yeah. so she kind of doesn't need to do anything, and I think she really values her privacy at this point, so maybe she won't, like, do anything. And I think well, that'll be interesting to see how that impacts tour. 
Yeah. Since we, this kind of like goes side by side with, you know, we're going to draft up our perfect set list, quote unquote, not exact. Yeah. Do you think she's going to be doing a, I don't know what she'd call it, a midnight room? Do you think yeah. she's going to do that? I don't want to say no. I really, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know because she's like still very COVID conscious as she yeah. should be. You know, her mother is um, at risk and she's always wearing like masks in her behind the scenes for these like photos, Lavender for these eyes. videos she's doing. Yeah. And so I feel like maybe she doesn't want like a bunch of people who've flown into the country, hung out, done whatever, like to and- hug and and she can't verify that you, Shelby, yeah. have been vaccinated. And that yeah. will be – that'll take – and maybe Taylor Nation is doing that behind-the-scenes work right now. Like maybe yeah. they'll do the opening one, you know, like before the show. Like they'll invite mm, yeah, people like, like a- are you vaccinated? Show us your vaccination card. But they're not going to pick random people out of the crowd to meet Taylor afterwards. Maybe they'll yeah. be upgraded. Maybe they won't. Maybe those are the tickets that are get, getting sent out to people. I don't know. I know. I It'll be disappointing, but I also think it's like, you know, Taylor is 30, 33 years old. She's mm-hmm. done this. This is her fifth tour. And I think it's like she still likes her fans, obviously, but what mm-hmm. she finds joy in is kind of performing. Do I think she'll meet some fans? Yeah. But like mm-hmm. you said, I feel like it'll be more pre-planned than every night same sort of deal running around but I don't know because it's such her brand that it's kind of hard to picture her just giving it up without without saying like hey guys I'm so sorry but we're just not doing it this year you know yeah so I don't March know. 17th we'll find out <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll see people tweeting I am meeting Taylor with that like colorful paper or yeah. I've met Taylor like we're, we'll find out I know I think the only show in the states during reputation that she didn't do like a rep room afterwards, which was really sad, was the Houston show. I so know. every single one, but not That's the Houston so one. Up. And I had four seats. <laughs> I was ready. I know. I know. I was like, excuse you. Um yeah. but yeah, so I don't I could see her doing it and maybe just doing like a smaller thing or only doing like masked photos and like not oh. having the same full thing or mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it'll be like, Taylor Nation's going to come up to you and be like, do you want to meet Taylor? And you're like, yes, take this COVID test, the rapid test COVID test. <laughs> oh, yeah, you take that's it. a good idea. But then you yeah. like get exposed to it by this person next to you. That you don't <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I, it'll be interesting because I could – I think it would disappoint a lot of people if she didn't mm-hmm. and especially but, if she didn't explain herself. Yes. So I feel like maybe she'll do something still because she did mm-hmm. say that thing with Lover where she's like, I can't wait to meet you guys safely again. And then again, I feel like somewhere between – like when she hinted at tour, she's like, I can't wait to meet you all again or something or to be with you guys again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's don't also know. like she's not posting any stories. Like no. even her like backup dancers aren't posting stories like someone saw – like someone posted that they were at the airport on their way to like start, perf- you know, um, rehearsals. But it's like, it's just so weirdly quiet around this tour. And it's such a huge tour that it's hard yes. for me to like process mm-hmm. that we have no idea what's happening. So I know that um, some people, if, you, if I'm sure you've heard this because Twitter, but some people have heard sound checks 
on some oh, of the yeah, stadiums. You never know what's real and what's a what's a and <laughs> what's like, a lie. Shake it off. I think it be anti-hero or bejeweled, Anti they've heard yeah. New Year's Day. McCabe. But they're not yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but it's not at like the and I don't know, maybe is it at the Glendale Stadium there? Or I, I saw someone That's talk what about showing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who knows? That's what I saw is like, oh, sound check at it at stadium. Yeah. But I can't like verify because it it's so easy to manipulate like audio videos mm -hmm. like that. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if people can hear stuff. And we did get like a the stadium itself like released a photo of this tour yeah. of the set of the stage, I mean. Um, which is pretty much what it looks like on Ticketmaster, like just that idea of a kind of diamond stage. Um a so, yeah. stage. And I'm kind of nervous too because I'm like I don't know what to mute to like protect myself from spoilers. <laughs> yes, because you're not going to get any spoilers the week before. Because yeah, she opens on the 17th and then we are seeing her on the 25th. Yeah, we can do it. It's yes. one week. It's we one can week. do it. Yeah. So I just have to like, I'm just worried that because there's been such a dry spell that it'll suddenly be like everyone's talking about, not just fans, like not just mm -hmm. on our Swiftish account, but like news news stories and stuff about everything that happened on tour. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I can't, I, know. I can't see it all. <laughs> <coughs> well, but anyways, um, it's, it's exciting. We're excited. Yeah. You have your, did your outfits come in? Did they? No. No. So, no. So, so my outfit, so the first outfit that I've ordered probably won't come until like, I mean, I need message her. I've been messaging her back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Probably won't come until like a week before. So I have backups, nothing yeah. like super cute, but I have like a, a, a like a sparkly romper outfit yeah, I can yeah. wear. Yeah. So. No, it'll be we fun. Won't. And we get to go together. So that's yes. fun too. Um, and fun. are you going to get spoiled or you're just kind of seeing what you see? What do you mean? Like, are you going to, do you think you'll be surprised that week or are you just going to see what happens? I might be surprised because <laughs> think of how long I held out during reputation. I, I held out for like a month or two because it started in May. I didn't see Taylor until June and I held out and it was super hard. I know we were podcasting, but I was holding out. So I feel like I can hold out for a week. My yeah. only fear is we all know Taylor Swift songs. We all know them. Mm -hmm. But like some of her discography kind of gets pushed to the back of my, my mind. So is yeah. there going to be a song where I'm like, I know the song like, <laughs> and you guys are going to be recording and I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not perfectly lip syncing. Yeah. <laughs> Am I going to be a fake fan? That's my only like, you know, pressure. Like, you know, I that was know. me with should have said no. I didn't know all the lyrics. I was just like. I would like, mumble through the chorus, the bridge, I mean, the verses, and then I'd get there with the chorus, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Should have said no. Should have so gone home. So your task, you have 20 days or whatever. You just have to pick a song, you know, pick an album each day and just memorize it. Like, That's you can idea. do it, right? We can do this. We we can do this. It'll be it'll be fun, you guys. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's great is that we are both going to four shows. So this will be the first one. And then by the second, third, and fourth, we're going to oh, know yeah, the whole yeah, style exactly. list. Yeah. I do, yeah. <laughs> though. She has such a big discography, such a She's big such track a list. Like, even I was doing the math on, like, what she hasn't performed. Like, Lover through Midnight's. And it's mm -hmm. 83 tracks. It's 83 yes. songs. <laughs> so what I was doing when I – because, you guys, we were doing some research because we're going to yeah. put up this faux list. I went from, like, what has she performed – 
after reputation tour what has she mm. what shows has she gone on what yeah. has she performed because oh, yeah. I am like I have no idea what she's going to sing on these four albums that she's dropped like there's so much more so I'm like there's going to be I think a lot of mashups mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know reputation we had the most mashups ever we had three mashups um and then it was like I think one or two before that she didn't start doing mashups I think until red or 1989 I think I think don't think she did mashups until 1989 but she has such a big thing to like so many songs to choose from I think there's going to be a lot of mashups there has to be or or which will like break my heart she's going to change the set list up Every single time, which would be too exhausting for her. I don't yeah. think she's going to do that. But. I don't think she could because she no. even admits like she's not a performer. She has to like memorize. Yeah. Like she's not a dancer. She has to memorize it based on lyrics. And I feel like that'd be hard to mix it up that much. Good. Good. Because I was freaking tour. out. But yeah, it's hard to imagine her doing – because Reputation only had 24 songs total on the tour. Like and that mm-hmm. included the mashups. And yeah. so it's like – that's not a lot of songs when you're looking at a 200 plus like discography songography and so yeah. it's kind of like what are we gonna what's gonna happen here? and your first instinct my first instinct was like oh well she probably won't do a lot of rep because she did reputation mm-hmm. last and then I'm like well and she's performed like things like should have said no so much that she won't do that but then it's also like well this is her era's tour and she's gonna do yep. her biggest songs right yep. yes so then you're like torn about how will she do this fan service like recognition of the songs that she hasn't played, but also not make it like this highlight reel of like, you belong with me, love story, like let's do this all again type thing. Mm-hmm. I I was thinking, I know she's going to do probably like pop songs from every album, but I'm wondering if it's going to be a major hitting like mashups, but yeah. between the last four albums, like maybe she'll yeah. do um, – Love Story with um, Maroon. I, I, I didn't put those yeah. together. I'm just picking like two songs up <laughs> that she's mashing with uh, yeah. together. Yeah, I know. It, it, that'll be fun because she does great mashups. She does great mm-hmm. like remix, like sort of reimaginings of songs. Remixes? You think yeah. she does great remixes? She does. Elvira can just stay far away. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> but I like Taylor's like, like you know, Tours. she did like yeah. a hardcore rock we are never ever getting back together or she popified love story. Mm-hmm. Um, that was great. And so things like that, where it's like, it, she does some fun things, but um, I don't know. Should we just get into it? I Yes. I do guess. You want, do you want to explain to everybody yeah. how this is going? <laughs> yeah. You so came up with the perfect map. Oh my gosh. I outline. hope I, I was basically like thinking of the highlight moments through her, the, the things she tends to do on tour and then we're going to try and fill in the gaps. So like, mm-hmm. obviously first up kind of is the, do you want to do it like chronologically or should we yeah. do like, okay. So Let's then do opening. Yeah. To the finale. <laughs> yeah. So first up is our guest on the opening track. And I've talked about this before, yeah. but I really, really, really think she'll do some sort of anti-hero mashup. And I changed my mind. I changed my mind and I will explain it to you during the finale song. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. And I'll explain it to you. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to my Lavender Haze meet me at midnight. I'm going there. I have a reasoning, but we'll talk about it when we we end it out. Okay. Fun. Okay. Starting with a little Easter egg. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And, and like her opening tracks have historically been kind of all over the place. Like, 
Sometimes they're her biggest single, like You Belong With Me. Sometimes it's the lead song, like Welcome to New York. And sometimes it's like a random old track, like um, I think Sparks Fly was just like a random opener for Speak Now. Yeah, so it's, so this is what she did. So Fearless was You Belong With Me. Speak Now was Sparks Fly. Red was State of Grace. Welcome to New York was 1989. Ready For It was Reputation. Yeah, so maybe she'll do a, a mashup of all of those. <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Mad Lib style. Um, okay, and then one of the questions I had was, um, do you want to do the mashups or do you want to do the the? Why don't one we do each? one song that she won't play? Let's kick oh, okay. those out of there. Yeah, let's get that out of there. So yes. I challenged us after you shared that weird random list that Billboard did or whatever to pick one song off of each of her 10 albums that she will not, that she's most mm-hmm. likely to skip, that she won't play on tour. Um, so for debut, I said she's going to skip, should have said no. <laughs> really? I just think she did such a big production for rep that I don't think – I don't know. I just feel like she'll skip it. Yeah. And I don't have that on any of my list. I mean, I was looking at the songs. I was looking at it a different light. I was like, she's not yeah. going to sing Mary's song. There's no way. <laughs> I like, don't know. No. Mary's song, crowd favorite, could be. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> That's how I felt about Fearless, where I said she's going to skip Superman because I'm manifesting that for me. I cannot okay. hear that song. <laughs> so remind me, is Superman a bonus track? I like think so. Deluxe. Okay. But I don't look at so any weird. deluxes. I was oh, like, okay, change. Yeah. She's not going to sing change. Oh, I don't know. I could see that. I like it. Thematically. But she has so many like, others. She does. I know. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Um, speak now, innocent. I don't think she's touching that song with a 10-foot pole. Like, I don't think she wants to be associated with what that was about. Out of there. Same. That's exactly oh, the same one I picked. <laughs> yep. I was like, innocent. <laughs> Red, I don't think she'll play Everything Has Changed. Okay. I got How You Get the Girl, but I agree with Everything Has Changed. Oh, uh, wait, How You Get the Girl is on 1989. Oh, I mean, stay, stay, stay. Spoiler oh, okay. alert. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just for extra emphasis. Stay, stay, stay. That's interesting because I could see her playing that with other songs, like in a mashup. Mm-hmm. But oh. I, I can appreciate that. Um, yeah. 1989, I think this love won't make it, which I guess is, is that a bonus? No, that was the last. I don't think that's a bonus. Um, Let me see. But it's like, it's not her true love anymore. I don't think she'll waste time on it, you know? No. Yeah. And so you're cutting how to get the girl. How to get the girl, yeah. How you get the girl, which mm-hmm. I think is going to pop up here later. But oh. um, <laughs> reputation I think she's going to avoid this is why we can't have nice things. Okay. I just went with the obvious, so it goes. <laughs> she's like, well, still not into this. I wonder if we're going to have to say one on Lover, though. I wonder. Lover, I mean, obviously, as soon you'll get better. I don't think she's playing that. But if I want to be more specific, I think Miss Americana is going to be skipped. Okay. Um, I chose, it's nice to have a friend with a skip. <laughs> I know it's one of my favorites, but, but skip. <laughs> okay. Folklore, I said hoax. I don't think she'll play hoax. Yeah. yeah. Good could call us. Watch, that's her opening track. Oh, um, gosh. Evermore, I think she forgot this album existed, but I think Tis the Damn Season is too Christmassy to get any playtime. 
Mm-hmm. I chose closure because I want a closure on that song. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. I can I cannot. <laughs> well, similar for me, Midnight's, I think she'll skip Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I went with Labyrinth and I was iffy on what have, could have, should have, and um, yeah. oh, what's the other song that people are tying it together? I only have the BTHWS. I don't know. BTHWS. <laughs> yeah. Um, bigger than the whole sky. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I need to learn these acronyms better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good, those are good calls. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, should we say what we think she will be playing off of these albums? Yes. And do you want to, when you kick it off, do you want to kind of tell us where your mind space was when you selected yeah. these songs? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, um, okay so for debut, I think she's going to play Teardrops because that was like a big launching pad for her. And there's lots of room for mashups just thematically with those sort of unrequited love songs. And I think she's going to play Only Me With You. I'm Only Me When I'm With You because that feels fan servicey. Mm. You know, like it's sentimental mm-hmm. and it could be her message to us as her fans. Yes. Yeah. The two songs that I was debating on this one was Our Song and Teardrops and the guitar, My Guitar. So what I did was um, just explain what I the, – the research I did. I went and I got every single set list oh, that Taylor has done for – up until Reputation and then some of her other shows where she played like a whole concert. So right. um, she, when she did remember. the Formula One, when she oh, did yeah. Super Saturday, I kind of like looked at what she picked. So I – I went off based off of which songs were she sung you did your more. So I was like, she got your data points. Yes, and I was like, okay, this is popular because she sang this so many times. So I was like, teardrops on my guitar, our song, and I picked our song, and that doesn't kick teardrops on my guitar out of bed because that could be a mashup. Yeah, I definitely could. These all could be mashups. I know. <laughs> These but. are all going to be mashups. <laughs> yeah, but my my heavy no, hitter was our song. Yeah, I love our song honestly. Mm-hmm. So. I think I could see that easily. Yeah. Um, for Fearless, mm-hmm. I think she's going to do Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is a mm-hmm. vault track, but yes. undoubtedly one of her biggest hits of recent years and mm-hmm. really fun. And I also think this is this is out of left field, and you won't have found it on your data points, I don't think, but mm-hmm. the other side of the door has such a powerful outro that I think she's going to give it to us. Please. <laughs> See, I was just so basic with all of this. I was You're like, probably going to be right then, okay? I'm just like, trying to manifest some moments for me. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what's her biggest song on this love love story? Yeah. You Belong With Me or Love Story? 100%. Love Story was the one that, like, she's going to do some kind of love story she has to do. Yeah, I don't think we'll be able to avoid those at all. Mm-hmm. Like, those... But these are the extra little, like, maybes for me mm-hmm. that I think yeah. we'll see. I didn't do the maybes. I did the <laughs> sure thing, sure thing, sure thing. So I'm yeah. Um, okay, Speak Now, I said Enchanted mm-hmm. because that's, like, what she wanted to call the album. And yeah. also, I think Last Kiss will be able to build into a nice medley with some other Yes, I things. love – if she can fit Last Kiss in there – yeah. It would be like 
I don't know, like Last Kiss and Death by a Thousand Cuts. Like yeah. those two, oh, like that's good. Would be so great together. And you this is just DM me DM Taylor about that. Yes. And this is just me spitballing. That. I did not that is not what is included in the next section. Well, no, I but want it. yeah, Last Kiss and Death by a Thousand Cuts. Because yeah. it's just thematically really great. You know that. what? You should get TikTok on that and make it a sound just for my <laughs> Just for my benefit, please. Come on, people. Last kiss. Um, yes. Do you think I, she's going to bring back Dear John? Because she famously said she didn't like performing it. No. Oh, if really? she's not going to play Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda, or um, the other one that I can't remember, <laughs> then Superman. I don't think she's going to sing. I don't think she can sing about John. Yeah. I don't. Okay. So what are your choices? I chose Mean. <laughs> yes. I definitely chose Mean. Um, if she's going through the eras and she's really going to be song- singing songs that defined her career growth and like what defined her along the ways, it's going to be mean because that's yeah. kind of, she wrote mean to get back and to like, you know, release her anger. Yeah. So I yeah. think mean. I agree. Um, for red, I think we're going to get, I knew you were trouble. It's just mm-hmm. iconic. But then I think we're also going to get the vault track i wish it was the very first night but i think she's gonna give us message in a bottle oh you know that like that was her first one with max martin and shellback i think it's built for like a stadium bubble pop moment bubble gum pop moment you don't think she's gonna sing i bet you think about me i mean that's the thing is i think as we get into these later albums we're gonna get a lot more songs off of it yeah so i wouldn't be surprised to hear that too but I think I just, that's harder for a – I think the message in a bottle is a better stadium tour song yeah. than I Bet You Think About Me. Yeah. I was like, that was a single. That's not on my list. I think that – That's true. I think it might be a mashup, but it was a single yeah. that she released, so she really likes it. And I think she also is thinking about, okay, people are coming to this tour who probably have never been to a Taylor Swift concert before, who have just hopped on the bandwagon, like – I need yeah. to give them songs that they're gonna they're gonna need. So I like last night, I was kind of like, I was like singing. I was like, Hey Lance, do you know? You know, I started singing our song versus Teardrops on my, my guitar, and he's like, I'm more familiar with our song. I don't know Teardrops on my guitar. So I was kind of like, yeah. Okay, like she's gonna That's please the story. masses, but then she's gonna slip things in there that are pleasing the Swifties. Yeah, definitely. That makes yeah. I'm so, being too optimistic. <laughs> you you are, and I love it. And I'm being like the total opposite, which is like. Very like very on par for us. Yeah. Very on brand. Because I went with because she's already said all too well ten minute version. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that's like that's a given. Like that's yeah. like I think there might be a part of me that's you know three concerts in and I'm frustrated that gets ten minutes. But yeah, I think it's such a big moment and to your point, like a huge testament to her career that it's like that's gonna show up here. Yeah, and the and other one then, I was. Choosing between yeah. us, we are never ever getting back together. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about. I mean, yeah, it's hard to imagine a Taylor Swift concert where she doesn't play that. But yeah, it's also like I knew you were trouble. Um, I love that. I I think the red is hard because there's so many big ones that it's like, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people know a lot of them, but we'll see. We'll see. 1989. Yeah, we I think we're gonna get out of the woods and bad blood. 
Which is interesting because on that billboard, she said that uh, she said she did not say anything. Yeah. It said no to Out of the Woods. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I went with Shake It Off because that was just like, yeah. I was either Shake It Off or Style. Yeah. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like hard because I feel like some of these will just be like one lines that she slips in. Like, yes. blah, 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 blah. Shake It Off and then blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Shake it off comes up later in some of my predictions, but um, reputation, similar iconic moments. I think I did something bad and getaway car. So I did something bad, I think is on that list that I shared. I'm not sure about getaway card, but I was just going. Billboard said that I did something bad isn't going to make the set list. That's like, that's like one of her favorite lines that she's written, like the, if a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing. Like that's yes. a big moment. I think she's, I would be shocked if she doesn't play. I did something bad. I'm relooking. Oh, nope. There's not there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was out of the woods. And I think um, King of My Heart was what I was oh, sad yeah. about. That is sad. What I was so sad about. Right. Um, and I'm going with delicate. Look what you made me do. <laughs> Maybe delicate more. Because she's saying that you're skipping delicate. She said she's saying it a lot, and I'm like, since she's saying it a lot, is that Mm. something that she's going to be singing again because people are going to know it? I'm like going at it a very like factual in my mind. No, it's not like my dream. Yeah, this would be totally different. Oh, I know. Me too. I I can I I think my reason that I think she could skip over delicate is that. I don't know. Maybe it's part of it is my own bias that I think it's kind of a forgettable song personally, mm-hmm. but I do feel like there's so many more iconic moments from Reputation that she's been able to build up since that's her last tour that's been on Netflix. It's a ton of song sounds on um, TikTok and stuff like that. Whereas Delicate, mm-hmm. I just don't feel it comes up anymore. Yeah. Um, like I feel like we're more likely to get gorgeous than Delicate. Yes. Yeah. Which. I don't necessarily agree with, but I feel mm-hmm. like we must the, still the ding. I, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I get that. Um, for folklore, I think we're gonna get Cardigan. Um, you you totally skipped over your favorite album. Oh, Lover! Lover. <laughs> like, was that on purpose? I just thought I thought we'd already been talking about it because my head was like gorgeous. Um, <laughs> no, you're right, Lover. Lover, I think we're doing Cruel Summer. Um, mm-hmm. and Lover. She's cute. She sings it a lot. I think yeah, that's a yeah, romantic. I agree. Song. And I I did want to ask you if she sang me, would you be surprised or would you just no. block out? No, <laughs> no to not. Neither. Um, but I think she'll definitely sing me. Yeah. I honestly think that's later in my list too, because I it's unavoidable. Mm-hmm. But yes. Yeah. She's also had three years to stew over it and be like, wow, people really hate this song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, people, when they got the live from Paris, the yeah. city in the city of love or something, I forget what it's called. They were like, oh my gosh, the regular songs on here. Like she's saying the, hey kids, spelling is fun. So we'll see if yeah. she sings that out on tour. That, yeah. That lovely verse. I know. Folklore. I said cardigan. And then I don't remember if it was a single. I don't think it was, but the last great Cardigan? American dynasty. Oh. oh, sorry. Yeah, the last great American oh. dynasty. I feel like that just has such a great wink in the final verse that I feel like she wants to have that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to be doing a mashup between Cardigan, Betty, and August. I know. I was trying to think how that would even like, like sound or play out, you know? 
Yeah. Because it does seem wasteful to not acknowledge the trio, but then it's also Mm -hmm. like it's a long time to spend on the trio of fictional characters. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably because I was like, oh, August. That's a great one. Mm -hmm. But can you sing August without singing like Cardigan? Well, Cardigan was her single. Yeah. So that also is like, will she sing Cardigan? Because every, she went haywire with Cardigan. Everyone has Cardigans. Like, that's where I'm kind of like, okay, she's going to press heavy into that. She has to sing <laughs> yeah. that, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and then Evermore, her forgotten mm-hmm. album. I said yes. Willow, which is Me a too. single, and Champagne Problems. Yes. So those those two I love. I think that when they the Heim sisters – are with her, she'll mm. be also singing Nobody No Crime. I don't think she'll sing that need to be there every single one, but just yeah. when they're with her. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Midnights, I I think a lot of the track list will be from Midnights or feature mm-hmm. a lot of Midnights. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like whatever, but mine are full treatment for Maroon. Mm-hmm. And I think Bejeweled will get a lot of love. Yeah. Me too. I think Bejeweled will get so much love. I mean, there's a freaking diamond in the stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I <laughs> love it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, then um, we go on to sort of the, the funner mix-up. So um, one thing she tends to do is these pop-style mashups, which we've talked about. Like on uh, during rep, she did Style, You Belong With Me, Love Story. And then she also did Should Have Said No with Bad Blood. And um, I don't remember what she did for 1989, but I feel like there's a weird pop mashup there too. I mean, I could probably tell you because oh, yeah. I did all of this. So for 1989, she did Enchanted and Wildest Dreams. She only did one. Oh, yeah. She only did That one. was the only and- one. And it was honestly – the most powerful performance. I love yeah. that mashup so much. I mm-hmm. like, oh, I want her to redo that mashup exactly, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And it was so interesting in reputation because she did, like, in one mashup, it was style, love story, you belong with me. The other one, bad blood should have said no. But then in the closing one, we are never yes. ever getting back together. And this is why we can't have nice things. Yes. So that threw me for a loop when we were like, putting all this together. I know. I honestly forgot that we are never, ever getting back together. It was like looped in there at the end because it does end up being mostly this is why we can't have nice things that I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, But okay. So what were your, what were your predictions for a good pop mashup? I thought a good pop mashup would be Bejeweled in style. Mm, It's kind of like going together. You never go out of style, but and she still wants to, she can show the whole world. She can still shimmer. Yeah. So I thought that that would be a good one. And style is like one of her biggest hits too. Oh, yeah. I know, which is so odd to me, but mm-hmm. it's fine. <laughs> I think she's going to do vigilante shit with either ready for it or like I did something bad or the man, you know, like some mm-hmm. sort of this like thematic middle finger to the to the patriarchy almost. Mm-hmm. I, I think like there's room there for her to have this sort of like angsty hurrah over past songs she's sung. Mm-hmm. But I also think a fun one would be question mark versus how you get the girl because Ooh. it's the same subject, but also like, I don't know. I think she could do something fun with those too. That would be fun. I like that. Yeah. And also I was thinking about 
her bringing in well she probably won't so those are my two predictions <laughs> all right but what were you gonna say now i'm so curious her bringing in well, i was gonna say i feel like mr perfectly fine mixed with this is what you came for there'd be fun elements there because the song is about her like like what i love about mr perfectly fine is that switch in the end where she's like yeah you might be good but i'm better off without you and i feel like there's some room there to like play with the energy of this is what you came for. It's like, look at me now, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I, random thought I was just thinking about out of all of her discography. She does write a song about Calvin Harris. Yeah. This exactly. is what you came for. <laughs> like, yeah, hey. It's about how like, hot she is in that relationship. <laughs> it's some queen stuff. Um, okay. okay. What about a slowed down ballad mashup? Like at the piano, that's mm-hmm. where she did wildest dreams and enchanted. And then new year's day and long live sort of this like, sentimental slow down mashup i thought maroon death by a thousand cuts and cornelia street would be oh, really good that's a good idea three would be mashed up especially like death by a thousand cuts and cornelia street like saying goodbye is death by a thousand cuts and then she sings mm. about how you know she can never walk cornelia street and then in maroon you have that yeah. like they're they're fighting in that song and i was like oh yeah. that'd be perfect because then it'll tie in our love of lover with yeah the nights that's great. I I love that. I also think what would be fun is sort of this big, you know, looking at a career moment where she does Ooh. 15 with something like nothing new, um, which is kind of like the beginning of her career. Plus, you have that song about like, I realized some bigger dreams of mine. Mm. And then like this nothing new, which is her current fear of like losing relevancy and, and kind of this reflection on that. But I also like the idea of mad woman with nothing new because I think that too. I'm I'm really digging this like feminist like (laughs) um, stick it to the man vibes. I really wish mad woman gets some kind of honorable mention, if not a B stage in the actual set list. So, you know, this whole song, all the songs that we're picking, I was thinking that it's, I'm sure the way she's going to set it up, it's going to like maybe tell the story of her career and I really hope she kind of digs into that because she's such a great storyteller Mm -hmm. within all of her her tours and within Mm -hmm. her music of course that I'm like I don't know where she's gonna line it up where she's gonna start but they have to make sense yeah exactly that's why another one I think would be good is Midnight Rain with like White Horse because I think it's sort of the idea of her realizing that she doesn't that having a love story isn't enough for her, that she wants more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a fun pairing of these sort of like classic heartbreak songs of hers. Mm-hmm. That would be great. This is a big world. That was a small town. And then Midnight Rain is all about like, oh yeah, picture perfect. But I wanted that pain. Mm-hmm. I got yes. over that. <laughs> You're like, Yes. <laughs> Um, and then famously what she does in her tour, she kind of has this, her band disappears, her backup singers leave, and she gives this sort of speech about like, I don't know, loving yourself, like delicate was last, was reputations, and then clean was the big clean speech during 1989. It's kind of this moment where she gets to give advice, (laughs) never take advice from someone who's falling apart, but she gives advice and she kind of explains the story a little bit. Did you have any ideas here? You're on your own, kid. I really felt like that would really fit into the eras 
Yeah. And it's on Midnight's. And so I'm like, she's pulling from Midnight's, looking at the track list. And I was like, what could she give a big speech on? Like, mastermind? Can you tell us how <laughs> yeah. to, like, predict stuff? Like, okay, like, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I was like, you're on your own, kid. And maybe she'll do a mastermind for that. But I really was, like, thinking that would just fit in really well to the narrative. I went back to folklore because I feel like that's, like, bred for this because I think mm-hmm. it could easily be Mirrorball. Mm-hmm. Um but that does feel a little bit more like a little less uplifting than something like this is me trying, which mm-hmm. is kind of built for that pep talk energy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that that's likely, but I could also see her being like, okay, guys, you inspired me to love this song again. You stop, sat by me for 10 years with this song and here it is now. Like, let's talk about it all too well, 10 minute version. Oh. And kind of making that like a big moment. Um as like the fan servicey, like we all like can learn and look at things in a different way and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. Yeah. So, okay. I like I your reasoning behind all of this. Definitely yeah. makes sense. I'm just like, okay, you're on your own, kid. <laughs> um, okay, and then the B stage. This is sort of where she like usually does an acoustic version of a song, a reputation she did, dancing with our hands tied. Um, and also sort of, I guess she also like throws in a song that she would change out every night. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's sort of like the question is, what do you think is most likely to be played there, whether it's every night or just one she revisits a lot as just an acoustic? Oh, interesting. Every night, Cruel Summer. Really? Yeah. Oh, Cruel Summer feels like like it's meant for that big sort of king of my heart. Yeah. Um, getaway car pizzazz, but you think she'll dial it down? I mean, I would love to see that. Um, if she doesn't do Cruel Summer and she doesn't do my ballad mashup, Death by a Thousand Cuts. Mm, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Because she has done that with like the Tiny Desk series and City of Lover where she she does play that on guitar, mm-hmm. which is good. It's great. I love it. I would love a big, big pyrotechnic moment for that, but I do think that's – that was my guess, or um, uh, would have, could have, should have, I think would be a fun, I mean, a sad, mm-hmm. but a really fun, sort of one that she wouldn't do every night, I think, but one she'd do often because yeah. it's such a good song. And I'm wondering how she'll do it because, like, when we look back at the Reputation Stadium tour, there are those two B stages. Yeah. One, she switched it up, and then the other one, like, she always did Shake It Off, and then she did another song. That was yeah. always the flipping out, flipping in, and then she went over and she did dress. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm like looking at the stage. I'm like, okay, where can her be stage? <laughs> There's three different points. So maybe the yeah. last two points off of the main stage, she'll just like mm. do the B yeah. stage. I don't know. I know. Oh. <laughs> Chills. Um, okay, well, coming to the end yes. for the finale, what are you picturing? So remember I was like – I was throwing oh, up yeah, between Lavender Haze and Antihero. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm looking at how she's closed out all of her, her tours. And it's always been that really upbeat dancing mm-hmm. music. And I was like, she has to have that Lavender Haze in there somewhere. And I was like, okay, that, that can't be a, a finale song. Because I feel like Meet Me at Midnight is such like an mm-hmm. iconic line. So I was like, okay, she can't do it at the end. It's it's too slow of a song. She could pep it up but I just don't think it's it's there yeah. so that's why I was like anti-hero like closing out the anti-hero because mm. just fun Bobby I know but I also feel like it's not 
My guess would be um, uh, karma because I think karma Mm -hmm. is that like big – and it's like a nice final note where it's like, look at what life has given me because I've embraced all the, you know, oh, okay. I do all like the good that. and the bad. Um, if she mashed it up with something, would you I know. I was thinking she should mash it up with look what you made me do. Ooh. Like I think that'd be fun as sort of this like tongue in cheek, like acknowledging the two sides to her, the antihero and whatnot. Snaps. And then it's like. But it's also like if she made Look What You Made Me Do more pop and less like angst, I think that'd be like a fun song to sing to and kind of a nice surprise. So that's – I have no basis for it because tradition states that it would be something like me. (laughs) 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 But I feel like karma is the better Mm send-off. I like that. And that's not a single. But neither was this is why we can't have nice things. Yeah, that wasn't. So – we are never ever getting back together was a single. Yes. But it was shake it, ba- off. it was barely in there. Yeah. Shake it off was the nineteen nine closer and that was a huge moment. Like mm-hmm. so fun. Yes. Really splashy loud. And I think I think Karma could do that too. Yeah, I do too. I'm I I would love that. I would love a yeah. karma look what you made me do. Cause then that would also be, you know, if you're a local, you're gonna know what look what you made me do. Yeah. You might know karma, but if you're a fan you know karma, you know yeah. look what you made me do, and you know the theory behind that mm-hmm. people are spewing out. And look what you made me do is like, like yes, people hate it, but it's also like so catchy that it's like it's built for that sort of like, you know, final moment. You're just on this high and you're just like snapping and like repeating yourself over mm-hmm. and over. So mm-hmm. I would welcome that, but I'm a love look what you made me do apologist, so. You do like Look What You Made Me Do. <laughs> you love it. And it's good. It is. Should it have been yeah. like the lead single? You think so. Yes. Some people don't think so. <laughs> I like the song though. And I think her reasoning for making it to the single adds to my argument that it will have this sort of big placeholder moment on mm-hmm. her era's tour because it is like – it's like a middle finger to the haters, but it's also like I can have fun with music even when I'm miserable and also like – yeah, look, I'm thriving. I'm succeeding. And all you haters turned around and paid for this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did. Way too much money. Yeah. Way too so, much. So I know. So we'll have to like revisit this prediction list. You know, we'll we'll have a scorecard in Vegas and be like, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. And I will keep, I have like a, an Excel sheet with all the, like my notes. Yeah. And it's not on my regular, like, Swiftish notes, so Perfect. it's separate, so it won't be deleted. And yeah. I will definitely be returning back to this. Yeah. And we can have like a recap episode about how we feel about tour. Yes. Was it exciting? The highlights, <laughs> the the lows, everything. <laughs> and we can we can revisit this for a hot second. Like, oh, yeah. we got this song right, wrong, disappointed yeah. with this one, missed this one. Yeah, you and I are going to be standing next to each other, and when she suddenly plays. Look what you made me do. We'll both just start freaking out and yes. faint with excitement. <laughs> and, then, right. and then we'll meet Taylor because we faded. And they'll be yeah, like, we're like ah. <laughs> She's like, I heard your podcast and I changed everything. Like <laughs> Just for that. Yeah. We're yeah. kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, we wanted to get this out a little bit early so people could um, – Think about it, agree with us, fight with us, email us, uh, leave comments, whatever, and let us know what you think about the upcoming tour. Um, 
don't send us spoilers in between the 17th and the 24th because that'd be mm-hmm. pretty rude. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, that'd I think so it, it'll be exciting to see everyone react to this and just like the sheer amount of options she has. It means that we can't all be disappointed. So No. We have to be somewhat right in our yeah. <laughs> our picks. Like, yeah, at least one for me. <laughs> yeah, and your picks were different than mine, and I would have loved that concert. So I think, mm-hmm. like, even if it wasn't what I thought of or predicted, I'll still be very happy bopping mm-hmm. along to two hours, maybe more, of Taylor singing her greatest hits. What if her concert goes all the way to midnight? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nine to midnight is a three-hour tour. How long is Harry Styles tour? Like, how many songs does he do? We should have looked into that. I feel like that's a good comp. Anyways, Mm. we'll have to see how it goes. Um, We'll touch base in two weeks. I mean, we'll probably do an episode next week about a song, but we won't be talking about tour until after the Vegas dates. So, no, we won't. Um, But like Shelby said, feel free to email us your predictions, DM us your predictions, Swiftish Podcast at Gmail, Swiftish Podcast on Instagram, and Swiftish Pod 13 on Twitter. But until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And this is really hard because we don't have a song, but Taylor, <laughs> meet us on March 25th yeah. in Vegas.